0: The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't be tired, brother. Podcast One presents Don't Be Tardy with Kim zolciak biermann You definitely don't want to be tardy to this party. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. It's time to turn it up and tune in. Now here's your host, Kim zolciak biermann
1: Hey, you guys, welcome to Don't Be Tardy, our second podcast ever. This is a uh, bonus episode for you guys to really just thank you guys for all the support. Oh, my God. It was number one. This, This podcast was number one, our very first one um i definitely kept watching and refreshing the charts i was getting so excited yesterday so thank you guys so very much and this morning actually that that was the first thing i checked when i got up and i read all of your comments literally all of them um i got to like 500 of them and then now i just looked and we have over 700 babe so
0: insanely surreal You guys are
1: incredible and I'm so grateful and I know I preach this ask, believe, receive, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't hit me like a ton of bricks when I look and it's like number one. It's like. Holy tamale, this is for real. So thank you guys so much for leaving the ratings and your reviews. Um, We're going to pick some of our um, comments from uh, Instagram and even from underneath the podcast itself, the review comments, and read some of those, you guys, and answer some of your questions. Um, We're very, very excited and very grateful for all of you guys. So hopefully we hit this one out of the park as well. Oh, of course we will. I think a lot of you guys had said that um, we – have great voices for this which is funny because i oftentimes feel like i sound like a man so um this is good this is fun i'm glad that you guys and i think that croy's a natural a lot of people have said that on um all of my social media we just need to learn to talk one at a time and croy you guys he wasn't always this vocal so it's only over the last you know i would say three four years we've been together over eight um that he's become so vocal
0: well that's a credit to you.
1: Oh, thanks, lover.
0: You uh, you peeled back the layers and
1: and I always helped me you.
0: get out of my shell, you know.
1: Oh, you were so
0: much fun, yeah. honey, when I first yeah. met you. It always took me a while to uh, to warm up warm up to people. You know, that was kind of my thing. I always I always kind of sat back, observed,
1: uh, and I still do. I wish that I was that way because I just go right into it. It's like, "What's up? My name's Kim. How are you?" and I just and then I take a step back probably two months later i'm like wow that person's a real winner (laughs) you know so i wish i could actually have that trait but that's probably why we do so well together Yeah. yeah
0: you help us Get right in there and I help us pump the brakes a little bit. You yes. Know? But, yes. Uh,
1: okay. So let's talk about this. Uh, you guys, it's been absolute hell here oh in the Beerman household for the last uh, 72 hours. But I wanted to touch on something. Um, I just read one comment on this and, and I totally understand it and totally get it as a mother. Taking KJ to the game on Sunday. KJ Kane, me. Hiya. No, I'm thinking of what we ate at the at the restaurant on Saturday. We thought that it was just a food thing because what Kane and KJ ate was the same. So we honestly just thought it was a food thing. We didn't think it was some kind of bug. Well, little did we know it was definitely a bug. So I would never take my son to a game or anywhere and risk, you know, obviously infecting anybody else with that. So anyway, of course, of course, that's kind of what my pediatrician and I had thought. Just because they had had the same thing. Right. We know now today. (laughs) We know now today that it was a bug. uh, So you guys listen to this, right? So Ariana does not like to spend the night out. And I think it's because we've had such a tight rein on her. She is my like straight A student gorgeous, bubbly, sweet, has a rock star boyfriend that we we really adore. But at one point, you know, last year, if you watched Don't Be Tardy, you saw, you know, she snuck out at night one time. She lost her door for it, which was like, oh, wow, okay. I, I snuck out, and then my dad took my door off, and I didn't have a phone. And But anyways, Ariana just kind of, I mean, she likes to be at the house. She's likes the house really cold. A lot of her friends' houses aren't as cold as hers, she says. So anyways, she decides... Tuesday night that she's sleeping over her girlfriend's house, who's like my other daughter. I love her to death. And I'm like, okay, great, let's do it. And she's like, wait, you're letting me sleep over somebody's house? And I have to like really know the parent to do this. And she's 17, mind you. But I mean, I just, I'm really weird about that. She heads over to her friend's house. And I talked to the mom on FaceTime, like, okay, they're not allowed out. She's like, oh, no, girl, I'm setting the alarm. She's as strict as I am. So it was great. All was good. Brielle went to Slade's house. I don't know yeah, what they the, were just hanging out. I don't know what what's going movie, on. They were doing. I don't know. They used to date you guys, and yeah. then they've always been friends, and yeah. so whatever's going on, I don't know. So she was at his house. He lives like ten minutes up the street. She wants to marry his family actually because his family is super super cool. But they're hanging out. She's. I think she's hanging out even with his mom. It is torrential downpour in Atlanta, Georgia. Insane. Can't even see. Your can't hand in see. Front of your face. Yeah. No. It is unbelievable. Yeah. And I get a text message, and this just started randomly at like eleven thirty at night. I get a text message from Brielle that says, "I can't see shit." I'm like, well, what the hell are you doing? You're on the road. There's no lights, really, because Slade lives kind of on a, a on a on a pretty dark street. Um, there's no like overhead lights. There's no nobody. There's no traffic. It's very very dark. We live in the rural, 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 R U R A L. We live in the rural, rural. rural. Oh, my God. <laughs> Forget it. Anyways, whatever. We're in East Bumpuck, is basically what he means. Yeah. Beep. I'm going to stop cussing so they don't beep my words. But anyway, um, So I'm like, oh, so you can't see, but you can text, real cool, Brielle. So I call her phone. I'm screaming at her, like, stop the car right now! And I two way in Slade, and I'm like, Slade, you've got to get Brielle. Well, she's only about a half a mile from his house. Right, she
0: was already parked in the in the gas station
1: when she texts me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I should clarify that she was at the gas station when she when she Mm texts me. So I'm like, just go back to Slade's house, just stay there, whatever, just stay there for the night. Don't, I mean, the weather is so bad here, just stay there, okay, mom. So Slade and her, he texts me, she's here, we're good to go. Corey and I go to bed. And Croy, you know, always keeps his phone on usually. Um, But lately he's been putting in airplane mode because we've had so many things going on. My phone, it's been off for about 10 years at night because my phone goes bananas. So I go to sleep. Croy goes to sleep. The girls are sleeping out. The littles, we call the four littles, KJ, Cash, Kai, and Kane. We call them the littles. I get up at 5 o'clock to go pee and I never check my phone. But I, like, was startled when I woke up and I grabbed my phone and I have so many text messages, not only from Brielle, but Ariana, that they have been throwing up profusely and they don't know what to do with themselves. They're so sick. And I'm like, what? In-? Like, this is bizarre. KJ and Kane were throwing up, like, simultaneously on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Even Monday night, they mm-hmm. both threw up simultaneously. Yeah. Like, they went a whole almost 36 hours. Mm-hmm. And now I have Brielle and Ariana. Oh. Brielle couldn't imagine being in a car, so we didn't get her. Slade actually went and picked up Ariana, but um, before I could even get to Ariana and brought Ariana home. So we dealt with that all day long yesterday. And KJ was running medicine to them and bringing them cinnamon toast and Gatorades. And KJ was like the champion. I mean, he really loves his sisters like crazy. Like he is a rock star. He laid in Brielle's bed for hours with her watching movies yesterday. So it was really cute. But you guys, I literally do have dark circles under my eyes and I don't really have to struggle. I don't struggle with that. I just struggle with the wrinkles under the eyes. So I have dark circles and it's not been good. But today, you guys, not an ounce of throw up. So... uh... This is like I feel like I hit the biggest jackpot in the United States, you know, like the biggest (laughs) Mega Millions jackpot, like no throw up today. All is good. Life is good. So anyways, I just wanted to update you guys on that. Croy and I made it through. So all six of our children since Sunday have been sick. Um, And by the grace of God, Croy and I stand here. I don't know if it's the wine that's killed the bacteria in the gut. I don't know what what it is, but whatever it is, it's worked, honey. So I'll take it. Yep so okay baby that's Uh, that i want to give you an update on the fam you guys um i'm gonna have brielle on here next time we do a podcast in the next i guess week next wednesday brielle will be on we're gonna get into some fun topics yeah yeah
0: brielle or ariana we haven't decided yet we might bring on ariana i should yeah
1: yeah you know what we should do ariana because she doesn't ever get to do stuff first we'll see it depends on how she behaves actually she's been really good she's (laughs) like my biggest helper honestly well brielle is too in a different way i don't know how i could have four kids in 30 months and not have a nine-year-old ariana was nine when i had kj and brielle was 14 they have been like the biggest helps hey i need diapers hey i need formula hey this hey like i don't even know how i would have done it without them i'm so incredibly thankful for them
0: oh man no they they've been uh Unbelievable. Oh, they're unbelievable. Unbelievable siblings.
1: Thank you to FabFitFun for helping make this podcast possible. You guys know I'm a huge fan of FabFitFun. It's a quarterly subscription box with full-size products, um, and they love to support companies that are founded by women, which I love. Go to FabFitFun.com and use the code TARDY to get $10 off your first box. Okay, so fan interaction. This is what we're about to do, you guys. Mm-hmm. We have gone through um, Instagram Twitter, email. Oh, yeah, we have so many emails. At mm-hmm. Kim, at Kim Zolciak, you guys are so sweet. There is one email that is interesting because I, I definitely feel like the woman that wrote mm-hmm. in. So we're gonna talk yep. about that here in a second because yep. I know a lot of moms struggle with this, and and it, it's yeah. Okay, we're gonna get there. You guys, I posted today on my Instagram that the way that I am able to locate your questions or your comments or whatever you have is doing by doing the hashtag KZB Podcast. That way, I'll just search that tag on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and that way I can locate all of your questions. So any question that you have that you write to me under anything, just always put hashtag KZB Podcast so that I'm able to answer you. So let's get into, um, where do you want to start, my love? Let's do kids sleeping arrangements. That was like one of the biggest questions Okay,
0: because uh, we had talked about it on our first episode.
1: Yeah. Okay, so. This is this is a big deal. Okay, so I don't I know the dads are gonna they're not gonna like this too much, but somehow it works. Okay. Our house and the way that it's built, our master bedroom is on the other side basically of KJ and Cash's room. Right. Correct. Yes. So it's like literally so we we actually were only able to find one like baby monitor through these years Mm -hmm. that would actually be able to transmit signal because it was Mm -hmm. that far away. Mm I hated that feeling, especially because Cash would sleepwalk sometimes, and the stairs made me nervous. I just, I'm like, I'm just a paranoid person. And in order for me to totally relax, I always need to wake up and, like, look over at my kids and make sure they're all there when they're little. Obviously, I'm not doing this with Brielle and Ariana. We had, when we moved in this house, like, two separate couchs. We had a big couch in our great room, and we had two chairs, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Well, let's but- let's let's rewind just to, just a touch, and I'll tell you this, that Kim is such a great mom, has done Mm -hmm. tremendous, tremendous amounts of research, has read parenting book after parenting book, keeps up on the trends, keeps up on all that stuff. Through research, we knew that it was very important that the children sleep next to us, not in their nursery, uh, for at least the first year of their life. Uh, So from day one...
1: We read a bunch of books, a bunch of um, research on this. And how children that slept in their parents' room, not in their bed, Mm -hmm. in their room, felt more secure. Mm -hmm. They were more productive individuals. They were less codependent. There was a bunch of studies on this.
0: So for the first year, they were in our room. And then that kind of continued on and has still continued on. Uh, We have transitioned a little bit throughout the house, as Kim will tell you. But for the first part, we were in our room, in our bed. And and then the, the smaller children were in their cribs. And inside of our room And in their little playpens. So now you continue your story We then transitioned once Okay so four.
1: So yeah So like I said They were all kind of 30 months apart Or what have you um, so it's been a daycare center in the master bedroom. And we're cool with that. Cause we have a lots of space in this house to do the nasty. Cause you guys keep asking all of that as well. <laughs> so don't worry. It's all good in the hood baby over here. We are doing good, sweetie. We don't let that cramp our style Not at all. We had like a couch and two like lounge chairs per se in our great room. So Croy and I couldn't really snuggle at night and it was like kind of annoying. So I finally ordered this couch from restoration hardware modern and it was like ridiculously expensive Corey thought it was insane. It was insane, but it was like a sectional, but a really hot sectional, like a black, velvety sectional that's like plush and fluffy, but yet sleek. Right?
0: right. Yeah. Well, because Kim, Kim's all about style, right? If it, if it doesn't look right, it doesn't it's not it's happening. I don't care happening. how
1: comfortable right. it is. And so,
0: and I'm like, well, what's the point if it's not comfortable? Who cares what it looks like? Nobody's using it. So I said. You know, you got to get something that's comfortable if you want to snuggle and make out and do all these things. So she found the ultimate compromise. She got something that was super sexy, super sleek, super modern, and it's comfy as crap. Yeah, it is like seriously so so comfy.
1: We all started sleeping there. We got this in January of twenty sixteen. 15, 15, 15, 2015. 15. Oh my gosh, yeah. time is flying. Yeah. 2015, we got the couch. Yeah. Life is good. We're so excited. We all would get our down comforters and these pillows and we would all just like have a big sleepover every night for like a year and a half. Well, sweeties, I'm 40. My back was killing me. It was time to like get in the bed. So we decide it's time to go to the master. Like this is not good to sleep on the couch and the kids and you know, all this stuff. So we transitioned to the master like a year and a half later, literally. Mm-hmm. So we, I said, Croy, listen, I don't feel comfortable. The twins are four years old, Cash is five, KJ is six. You know, at that time they were obviously three, right. four, and five. Yeah. Um, I said, I just don't feel comfortable with them being in these in their rooms. This is so you know far away from us. So Croy bought on think on Amazon probably. Yeah. Um, this, what like? Well, they're
0: they're they're like uh they're gourmet camping sleeping pads. So there's, the- <laughs> <laughs> or. Or <laughs> glamping, they're glamping pads. They're about three inches thick of memory foam in these little uh zipped-up cases, and so. But they're foldable, so you can kind of fold them up, and they they kind of like the old gymnastic mats. I don't know if anybody's familiar with those, where you used to be able yeah. to like accordion-style yeah, fold them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. uh So, but these give them some padding underneath them, so they're not sleeping on our hard wood floors. Uh, we
1: have enough space between our bed. Yes. I, I've never shown our master bedroom in the. This house on television. I never will. I do feel like, you know, I share so much of my life with everybody and all of you, and you guys are such a joy. But I do feel like there's a part of my life, the intimacy part and my marriage and, and where the magic happens, per se, all of that should stay private. So when it's we sacred. built this house, it's sacred to us and we've never shared it. Nobody's even really allowed in there. So that's why you guys don't get to see this. I do sometimes snap kind of the, the kids and they're always in these sleeping bags. So anyways, Croy, between our bed and like our sitting area, there's this large space. So Croy put this mattress there. He put down comforters down. We got them all these sleeping bags from Restoration Hardware. They're like fluffy and fun and they think it's the coolest shit ever and I do too because guess what I wake up like three times a night just making sure they're breathing like I don't know if I'll ever get over that I mean they're literally six or seven now KJ just turned seven Mm -hmm. Um, Cash is five and the twins are four like I literally still look over and make sure they're breathing so that's what they do and they sleep in our room and as they get older you know in the next I mean KJ's seven so they go to bed at eight o'clock Corey and I have so much going on we we don't go to bed until twelve thirty one o'clock most times so you know we have the living room to ourselves my office to myself my kitchen to myself and you know what's really funny is actually the other night when the girls were gone like it was ready for some hanky panky this is going to be so <laughs> fun oh my god the house is quiet what are we gonna do <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> yeah right i was tired <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And we were still worried about the littles and- yeah
1: still worried about the littles uh-huh. stirring up and and we had pans by them thank god yep. and um yeah so anyways that's the sleeping arrangement I know that I'm going to hear a lot about this. It works for our family. Yep. It works for me. My husband was not into this.
0: Well, so what So what? I compromised on was this. And I said, you know, I understand the sleeping. I've, I've read the studies. I've read the books. I think it's important that your child feels safe. They feel comfortable. They're able to relax, rest, recharge their batteries. And that's what that's for. What I do not allow, though, is they are not allowed to be in our room unless they're sleeping. They don't play in there. Uh, they will sometimes relax in there with, with an iPad uh, and watch some cartoons as long as they're laying down. But they are not allowed to play. They're not allowed to be in and out. They are in there to sleep. And then They like to they... jump
1: from um, our bed onto the sleeping bags and the padding like it's the coolest thing to them. And Corey's like, no, playing in here. And I laugh because if one sleeping bag gets moved and is not in position, Cory loses his mind. Y'all, I am like... OCD, I, I,
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Beyond it me. It might
0: be borderline an issue, but uh, I really work on it and, and try to unwind. I'm
1: ADD. He's Oc- yeah. I'm ADD and OCD and yeah. Croy's OCD. Yeah. And works ADD so. to the point where he just focuses on one thing at a time where I do a million things at one time. So anyways, okay, right. you guys. So that's the sleeping arrangement. Yep. I get it. I know. I hear you. It works for our family. Do what works for you. My girls, Brielle and Ariana, slept in my bed until I actually was with Croy they joke about yeah. oh well you kicked us out when Corey... we'll ask
0: ariana about how that transition went for her when she comes on oh yeah you guys yeah, um, we, will, we will do that she uh it was a little bit difficult for her but but we had but they slept with me like yeah.
1: so i was in my townhouse i was yeah. a single mom like yeah. i mean it was the best thing like they, yeah. if you ask them i think they probably would tell you that like what's really cool is us snuggling in bed with chanel which i still miss that dog okay you guys we got this email that Kim at Kim Zolciak Croy's going to read it A little bit to you guys Kind of in a nutshell Croy I would wrap it up It's it, it, Or you know Give the jits of the email mm-hmm. I think moms You guys are going to Relate to this Really wholeheartedly In my family Croy is a disciplinarian If it's me and the kids They don't listen for shit well, I mean They do But it's not like Little soldiers Like if Croy's around It's like KJ Yes dad Me it's like well, it takes me a couple of times. Right.
0: But they also know that that Kim's ultimate power is me standing next to her. And no matter what, Kim and I are a unified front. So we discuss things. Uh, if there's a miscommunication, we we pause with the children. We discuss it with ourselves and then we come at them as a unified front with our decision or with our plan or with our answer. Uh, so the children know that they cannot finagle one or the other and that.
1: Well, they've tried, they've gotten away like a couple of times. Course. He's like, I'm like, um, what yeah. did your dad say? Uh, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, great. Before it's like, oh yeah, sure. And then, and then they're like, oh, and they're doing it. Of like I told you no. Well, mom said yes. So they played that game for about three days yep, back when until, they were. Yeah.
0: Until they realized that mom always talks to dad. Mom will always know the answer and mom will always figure it out with dad. So now they know they can't. Pull that The problem
1: either. is when they cry, I cry. That's my problem. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. But anyways, go ahead and read the email yes. and who it's from. Yes. So uh, I wouldn't give out. Yeah, I would yeah, just course, say course, her yeah. name. Yeah. Emily H. Uh, emailed
0: us. And I don't know where Emily's from. But uh, here was her question. She said, my six-year-old son is an only child. Unfortunately, he's spoiled rotten and is starting to get lazy and rude. Example. Says no when I tell him to clean his room or throw away his trash. He begs and puts on a show when we are in a store, which drives me nuts. Uh, Her husband travels a lot, and uh, he seems to kind of maybe spoil him just a little bit, maybe out of guilt. So now, when he's with her, automatically he thinks that he's going to be able to buy something every time they're at her store. And if he doesn't, he whines and begs. Uh, She says, we have boys of his age, and we have the means to give our kids lots of things and probably spoil them as well. And she feels like our kids are very well-behaved. Not always, but they (laughs) are pretty well-behaved. She thinks she's doing something wrong. I don't know if she is or is it, but... We will tell you what Kim and I do to handle a situation like that. You know, our kids are – we are very blessed to be able to give
1: our kids lots of things. Definitely way more things than I had growing up. I can sympathize with Emily 1,000 percent because if I had to take my boys to baseball practice, I don't know that they would do so well. They'd be kicking – well, Cash, I know. KJ is very serious with anything that he does. He gives it 100 percent like his dad does to everything. Cash would be looking at the sky, playing in the dirt – Whereas when Croy takes them, you know, they're very, very well behaved. But I think that's OK. You know, Croy and I have talked about, uh, you know, I'm the yes parent. Croy's a no parent. But yet we meet in the middle. So they think we're in the middle. Right. They don't know that I'm the yes parent necessarily. Well, I guess they kind of do with chocolate. But Croy's the no parent. Like, don't even ask dad for chocolate. Me, it's like, hey, mom, do you think I could have a brownie? I'm like, sure. Sure. So other than that, we kind of meet in the middle. And I think, Emily, what's really important is communication with your child. I probably over communicate if that's even possible. Like, Cash, why are you crying? What are you feeling? What are you thinking? Do you think you made the right decision? I try to get him to go to another place instead of just time out. You're in timeout because they can get that from Croy where Croy and I are very different. Croy's raising, like he says, men. like they take the garbage out at these at four five and six. They're taking the trash out. They let the dogs out. They feed the dogs. They bring in my groceries. They open my door. I mean, they do all these things that Croy is instilling in them. And I'm more of the like, why are you feeling this way? Why are you sad? What are you really thinking? So I think that's why our kids are a good balance. They're far from perfect. I can guarantee you, but they're, they're pretty well behaved children. Don't you think like, oh. I, I mean, I think they're I mean, we get we we have been to their school, obviously, for all their functions. And, and a couple of the teachers recently came up to us at the end of the year and just wanted to tell us how well behaved they are. And, of course, I give a lot of that credit to Croy because of the discipline. Like they know that there's no room for error, I say. Well, I mean, within reason, I probably shouldn't say it like that, but th- right. there there's there's boundaries that they just cannot cross. Exactly. Yes. I, I really
0: encourage my kids not to make mistakes. But to understand that mistakes are an opportunity to learn and grow. So we're all going to make mistakes. And I've expressed that to uh, all of my kids, uh, Brielle, Ariana, KJ Cash, Kane, and Kaya, that you learn from your mistakes. What we cannot do, though, is repeat mistakes, right? When we start repeating mistakes, that's when we start getting in trouble, when we start getting in timeout, uh, when we start Like we have to learn.
1: Like, what are you learning from this? I lacked in my family growing up, believe it or not, communication. So, like, my mom handed me, like, Dear God, it's me, Margaret. Book to like to talk about sex, for example. Um, so I always said to myself as a teenager, and st- that when I have children, I'm going to make sure that I communicate that they know that they can come to me when they want to talk about sex or they want to talk about what girl stuff, whatever it is. I wanted my girls and and now obviously my boys as well to. be able to communicate with me and talk to me. So I think that's what's really cool about us as parents. But Emily, I totally feel you in the area of like going to a store and it's just almost easier to give in. Like, okay, here you go. Just give him the damn gun because he's screaming and acting crazy in the store. I know that that is the easiest thing to do. I've done it many, many times in my life where it's like, dear God, yes, I'll get you a cheeseburger from McDonald's. But disciplining your child takes time. It does. It takes time. And because it takes time, I think that it's just easier. We're all so busy to say, here's the gun. Just take the gun, get the Nerf gun, and we'll check out and be done. But if you take the five minutes and you, you know what? You're not getting it. You think your behavior is acceptable? You don't have to be in a 30-minute conversation either. It can be a five-minute situation, a lesson, and no, we're leaving. I'm learning myself to take the time to just, you know, no, you can't have that. Your behavior wasn't appropriate today. You can't reward bad behavior. You just can't correct croy when it's when they're bad I leave oftentimes I'm like okay see you later dude right,
0: well we we definitely uh, acknowledge the bad behavior and we acknowledge the multiple or the repeated mistakes so we definitely acknowledge those and we say look we cannot continue to go down this road you're going to lose X Y and Z you're that's lose- the
1: big thing that I think we've talked to a lot yep. of doctors and and people about what can you do and Emily this is the answer for you and I'm gonna let Cory answer this wholeheartedly because he is a pro at this like literally he's really good at this yeah like you croy croy is literally the best dad on the planet no i'm dead i'm dead i'm I'm so serious (laughs) he literally will take the time no matter what is going on to you know explain to them why we don't do this how we why we can't do it where we can do it you know when we can do it or why you're losing the ipad or why you can, it's yeah. you know it and it takes time you guys you like know, it takes time
0: the big thing too is is to let your child think don't think for them right so you say that's hard for me so so your child is in a, is in a situation where he's he's in trouble you say well What did you do wrong? Or what happened? Or can you tell me how how we got here? Tell me what you did that got you in this position. Did you kick somebody? Did you throw something? Did you, whatever they did, make them think through their problems. If they need some help, sure, help them out. Say, you know, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Let's use KJ and Cash as an
1: example. KJ's very competent. He's very, very well-behaved child. Like, he, he really is such, he's so good. Cash is my lovey-dovey, I see so much of myself in Cash. And when Croy says, like, what did you just do wrong, son? And he gets so worked up sometimes that, like, he can't even think. Obviously, you guys know that I have a track record of doing the same. So, you know, Croy will, Cash, calm down take a second let's just figure out what you did wrong it's really sweet but i'm he parent obviously we have to parent each one of our children Mm -hmm. different because Mm -hmm. they are all so different all six of our children are very different yeah
0: yeah i typically i typically uh, allow cash to set set down you know we call it time out or a a break count to 10 uh so that he can gather himself uh and and let his brain kind of start to think it's really important that your child is able to think. If you give them the answers, they're never able really to understand the consequences of their behavior, good or bad. So if your child can think through a bad situation, then they can also think through a good one. I've always encouraged my kids to think through what they've done, figure out why. They and say
1: then- to give them the tools. We're giving them the tools to be an adult, the tools to deal with rejection, the tools to deal with anything emotional that you go through, like the tools, you know, that you, that you need to survive in this crazy place.
0: Right. Right. Yep. You also have to uh, mean what you say and say what you mean. If you say he's losing the iPad for the night, then he's losing the iPad for the night. And And that is,
1: that is literally moms out there in the world. Just get in the bathtub and just take the iPad and put it under your towel and just try to relax because I literally am the biggest baby ever i didn't with my girls my daughters i was a single parent for many many years girls are so different than boys like we just played dolls honey and makeup and well ariana wasn't really into the whole makeup thing she's like uh please leave me alone we did hair we went out to lunch boys i feel like you have to be a little bit harder on them you're raising men call me old fashioned or call me what you will, but I feel like you definitely have to be a little bit harder on them and they are wild. Brielle and Ariana would sit on the couch for two hours and we could play dolls. My boys can't sit for two minutes. Right. I think
0: they just need a little bit more boundaries. You know, boys need some more boundaries than per se girls do boundaries in the sense that they understand the consequences of their behavior and those consequences are consistent. You know, good or bad. So if your child is... Consistency is, is key. Yep, it is. And if if your child is struggling, the first step is to, you know, get them in a position where they're calm. And they can think through what they did or didn't do. Then you remove something of their liking, whether it's the Xbox or the iPad or time uh, outside, you know. Whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever it is. The other thing, too, uh, which is which is real crucial is is a majority of kids you know we all we live in a in a world of material things and it's mm-hmm. it's only getting bigger and bigger each day you know every there's the next new gadget the next new trinket the next new hot toy and kids obviously they see these they see them in advertisements they see them on youtube they see them everywhere i mean literally everywhere you walk through a store and there's it's everywhere uh and kids want those i will tell you this thing though Children become bored with trinkets and toys very quickly, and they want the next new thing. They want the next new thing. One thing your child will never get bored of is time with you. That is the most crucial thing is time with you. That can be time uh, cooking. That can be time doing laundry. You're that
1: really can, good at that, sweetie. That, like you're really exceptionally good at that. With Like Croy is really good at like here's a screwdriver, KJ. Right. You try screwing it in. It's like for me, sweetie, I'm not giving you my mascara, Kaya. Like it'll be all over the walls. Yeah. But you're really good at that. And I think for people that are so busy, you know, and single parents right. and all that, you know, the the time that you do have, make it quality time. Turn the 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 phone, yes. the iPad off yes. and really focus. I mean, we used to read books. I read books to my girls every night until they were literally – I think Ariana was, what, nine when you mm-hmm. like nine, moved ten. in, mm-hmm. something like that? Moved in. Ooh. <laughs> So I, we would read books every night. Like, I would even read, like, some stuff from, like, Glamour magazine. Like, you guys, the best facial product. They would mm-hmm. laugh so hard. But, like, they'll never forget the time that you spent with right. them. The so- Nerf gun, gonna, there's going to be another Nerf gun. Or there's going to be another baby or another carriage or, you know.
0: Exactly. Yep. So when your child is is having a breakdown and he wants that hot new toy in the store and, and you're in a position where he's whining or crying and you say, Look, son, if you will please behave with me in the store for the remainder of, of the time. Uh, if you can act appropriately, then I will give you my time tonight. We're not going to get a toy, but I will give you some of my time tonight. We can read an extra book. We can watch a show together. We can cook, uh, bake some cookies together. Whatever it is, uh, spend that time versus buying that toy, and your child will cherish that moment so much more and understand that material things do not last, but relationships and connections do connect with your child it'll amaze you what your child but i do think
1: you. so cory and i this is where Corey and i are such different parents but yet what i'm lacking he has and i feel like vice versa right do you think the same yeah, like kind we of yeah we, yeah that's a great way to word it so i do think that when like kj when two teachers came up to me at one of their um their play it was their play right when we were there right right, right. Yes, their play yes, 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 two yes. two different teachers came up to us and talked to us about kj specifically kj also cash but specifically kj i'm talking about at um time. at this time yeah. and how funny he is and how he's so animated and we're going to get kj actually on this podcast as well because all of my children speak fluent spanish and i have no idea what they're saying so it's real funny now that they know that i don't know so we'll get into that at a later date but anyways kj has the biggest personality he is so funny but when the teacher's like he's so well behaved he always has a positive attitude. It's like, you know, I think we went and surprised him with one of the Nerf guns that he's wanted for a while. Like, did we not? I think we did. After the play, we went and were able to get... So he had wanted this Nerf, this specific... They love Nerf guns, and that's what they do, and they love to do... I have more Nerf bullets in, like, my refrigerator and my pantry than you could imagine, and even inside half of my shoes in my closet. But we got him the Nerf gun, and he was so excited, and and we explained how proud of him we were and and are and et cetera. So anyways, I do think that there's a time and a place, I mean, to do that. There's got to be a balance. But Emily... Croy, because I'm gonna have Croy say this to you, his advice to you directly is her husband travels Mm -hmm. a lot. Yes. And which makes it very, very difficult on on moms to not have that male figure where Mm -hmm. I think fear equals respect. I've always said this. I feared my dad. Right. And I don't know if this is accurate or true, but I feared my dad. Uh, I knew that if my mom said, I'm calling your father, I was like, Oh my God, I'm in for it tonight. So I fear to me was respect. Right. And I think that. That applies in a lot of aspects. I think in life, in general, yep. as you get older, you know, you fear losing your job, right. so you perform at your highest and best. Right. Your your children, if they if they have a little bit of fear, right. am I wording this right? Because I don't oh, want yeah, it to come
0: off that is that is yeah exactly right. What what you're what you're saying is that that your child understands the consequences of his bad behavior, whatever that is, you know, and, and we're the you parent. Stick through, yeah, you stick through those consequences, and you take them to different degrees. You know, if your child. Is willing to listen and willing to uh, receive those consequences and correct his behavior with just a simple timeout or a simple iPad removal (laughs) for the night or whatever. That's all you have to do. If you have to take more and more and more till your child understands the consequences of his behavior actually suck, you know, like I'm gonna, if I'm bad, this isn't very fun. You know, like uh, this, this is no longer. Fun. That's why
1: Ariana, you know, her little the one time she snuck out, she lost her door. She lost her phone. She lost her iPad. She lost her computer. Yeah. And it was a pretty miserable six right. months. Right. She's been very well behaved since. Yeah. So, And with her well behavior, she got way yep.
0: more freedom. Right. She was rewarded with my time with more freedom with things that she wanted to do. The problem
1: with with Ariana is that she always had straight A's through all of this. So it was like, ah, I don't, I still don't know how Brielle graduated. Yeah. Uh, But anyhow, so I think what's what the big thing here is, we don't have all the answers. None of us do. I think this is just a big, I, I ask so many of my girlfriends and Croy does the same with his guy friends on how do you handle this, and what do you do, kind of thing, and and what works for you? And we're all in this together. But I think the one thing that stands true today is communication. You have to communicate, and you have to stand by, mean what you say. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Say what you mean, mean, and mean what you say. Which for me, you guys, the second my boys shed a tear, I'm like, all right, well, uh, and Corey's like, sweetie, no. Like, yeah. come on, boy. So I think Croy sometimes does have to take over for me because I just, I do, I mail, And I'm like, oh, my God, they're only four. They're only five. And Croy's like, you'll be saying they're only 18 when they stole that car, Kim. Right. So uh, anyway. Okay. So, Emily, that's our yeah, and advice I'll, for you. And, yes. and, and and I will
0: and, wrap it up with this. If, if you reward your child uh, his good behavior with some extra time, if you can, whether it's the park, whether it's a movie together, whether it's a book together, you'll be amazed at what he reveals to you. In the way that his little mind works, and he may tell you, "Hey, I miss Dad. You know, that's why I'm acting out." Or, "Hey, I, I just didn't have a good day. I stubbed my toe." They'll tell you, but you have to be able to slow down. They have to know you're there to listen. Understand? Listening
1: is so important. It's so important. Yep,
0: yep. But you got to give them the time. To be able to open up You can't force it out of them If you're trying to rush them Rush them Rush them What's going on Are you doing They just They shut down They they're, they they can't process As fast as adults can So you right. have to Spend that time And you can
1: help them yeah. You know Kind of weed through oh, yeah. things And they know My whole ask Believe receive motto Don't, don't,
0: don't be kind Everyone's favorite housewife is back and she's ready for round two. Step into Heather DeBros' world now twice a week on Podcast One.
1: I loved it.
0: Heather's bringing you more of what you love like YouTube's GloZell.
1: And now you got a beautiful, healthy yes. little yes, she's girl healthy. who's going to hate you in 13 years <laughs> and you're going to go, do you know how much I paid for you? Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Do you see?
0: Check out Heather DeBros' world every Thursday and Friday at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Also remember, to rate and review
1: i just want to give a quick thank you to daily burn who helped make this podcast possible daily burn is a fitness program that you can stick with and get results that last they're the world's leading provider of on-demand video workout programs that you can do at home or anywhere with just a connected device you guys go to dailyburn.com forward slash tardy to get your free 30-day trial Okay, next.
0: Uh, Yeah, we're going to read a couple uh, positive Instagram posts that you've got. Yes, okay. Let's
1: go to Madeline Mills on my instagram i was listening to your podcast when my morning commute train broke down this usually makes me so mad it can ruin my morning but as soon as i was going to get irritated i realized everything happens for a reason turn those negatives into a positive yes madeline you guys i love to read stuff like this because um i i would be lying if i didn't tell you that atlanta traffic puts me over the edge um uh, so i'm like you know what it's okay we're cool we're good uh this is this car is going to go 20 miles an hour on 55 65 mile an hour highway for a reason cool and just enjoy the process. Yeah. So, Madeline, I'm really glad that I could help you out today on your um, commute on your train. I mean, what else can you do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else can you do but laugh, chuckle and enjoy the moment? Right. Thank you, Madeline, for writing in. Yes. Um, so Stephanie wrote on my Instagram said, Kim, I love your podcast. I totally got a front row parking spot today. Ask, believe, receive. Can't wait to hear more. I love that. That's so cool. Right? Thank you for writing in, Stephanie. I think that's really, really cool. Um, but you're on that wavelength and that vibration to get that space. You have to be in that space to get that space, if that makes any sense. That's
0: that's good. Play on words, my love. Yeah. That's good.
1: <laughs> I'm good with words, baby. Yes, you are. Okay. So you guys, uh, just on a side note, um, Megan, uh, she was in uh, my brother's grade. So she, my brother's 15 months older. Okay but two years grade-wise for whatever reason because he's early September. Right. So anyways, her name's Megan. She's gorgeous. She's had five children. She's still gorgeous, and she lives up in Connecticut. But she posted today on her Instagram, and I was like, wow, I need to share this with you guys because this is nuts. Now hear me when I say this. We get 18 delicious summers with our children. This is one of your 18. If that's not perspective, I don't know what is by Jessica Scott. Eight? 18 summers is all we technically get with our children.
0: Yeah, that were that they're required to give us. That they're required right? to give us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 8 this is one of your 18. Yeah. yeah. I mean so that's... we have um, vowed to make this summer really great but i just wanted to share with you guys it puts it into perspective like you know it just life is so busy we're all trying to make a living we're all trying to get there we're not trying to eat fast food we're trying to wear the cutest dress we're trying to you know there's so much trying to date if you're single with children i mean i bet you know there's so much going on but you're raising a human that is our future and during the summer months it becomes more stressful i feel like for parents because how do who's going to take care of my child? I'm working full time. Right. I've been there. You guys you have no idea yeah. Take a step back for a second and mm-hmm. this is the summer It only lasts a couple of months right. enjoy every little giggle and every little tear because you yeah. before you know it next year They're gonna be six and seven and eight and nine and ten and then they're 18 yeah. and they're out the door right. And it's like, oh my god if I had only taken that extra hour, right? I knew that that would, that resonated with me for whatever reason. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. All right, you guys, we're going to move on from that to our positive segment. Yeah. yeah. Another tool to your
0: toolbox. Another
1: people. tool to your toolbox. Okay, you guys, you guys have asked another little fan interaction um, answer, real quick. What books I talked about. What I'm going to read to you now is from The Power of the Spoken Word by Florence Shin. She wrote one of my favorite books, The Game of Life and How to Play It. I have bought over a hundred. And when people come to my house and I feel like they need something, I hand them that book. So victory and fulfillment. Victory and fulfillment are two wonderful words. I'm reading this a little bit from the book and then we'll touch base on that. But victory and fulfillment are two wonderful words. And since we realize that words and thoughts are a form of radioactivity, we carefully choose the words we wish to see crystallize. So it goes back to basically the title of the book, The Power of the Spoken Word what you speak, you create. Life is a crossword puzzle. The right word gives you the answer. Many people are rattling off destructive words in their conversations. We hear that I'm broke, I'm sick, etc. And remember by your words, you are justified. And by your words, you are condemned. You're condemned by them because they do not return void. Change your word and you change your world. And I really mean that. Like if you change your word, you change your world. If you say I'm broke, you will be broke. If you say I'm rich, you will be rich and we'll get into this as as you know this is only our second time doing this and There's so much to talk about. I mean, it's taken me 17 years to kind of get where I'm at. So you choose your food and the world is now your caloric conscience, basically. So think about that for a second. People no longer eat buckwheat cakes, which I found this very funny. Mm. Beefsteak, potato pies, three cups of coffee for breakfast to keep down weight. They eat dry toast and orange juice. This is tremendous discipline, but they are working for results. Why not try a diet of the right word? For you are literally eating your words. Think about that. That is the value of affirmation. You are deliberately building up a constructive idea in your consciousness. Your consciousness may be crammed and jammed with destructive ideas. I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say to you, like, I don't have something destructive pop into my mind or something negative pop into my mind. I acknowledge it and ignore it (laughs) literally all at the same time. But you're continually making a statement of truth, which will dissolve these negative thought forms. So if it's like, I'm worried about, uh, I'm worried about my weight. I'm worried about my weight. It's like, oh, no, I'm good, sweetie. I look great. I feel great. And I carry on like I literally like it pops into my mind or it's that time of the month I feel bloated. And I'm like, no, you're fine, girl. And I've literally been fine. I've been the same exact weight. Well, right now I'm a little bit I'm five pounds heavier. Thanks, Craig, because you're cooking so good. But I've been the same weight my whole life wear the same size jeans I wore in high school. I do know that genetics play a role, but I eat everything I want in moderation, Let's go back to this. These thought forms have been built up from your own vain imagination. Perhaps as a child, you were taught that life was hard, happiness was fleeting, and that the world was cold and unfriendly. How many parents were like, this is such hard work. If you do not put in hard work, you'll never get anywhere you kind of have a lot of that also built into your mind. These ideas were impressed upon your subconscious, and you found things just as they were predicted. With a knowledge of truth, all these external pictures may be changed, for they are only pictures which change as your subconscious beliefs change. When I tell people about the power of the word and that the word and thoughts are a form of radioactivity and do not return void, they say, oh, it's as easy as that. Many people think things are difficult and hard to understand. And I think that's a lot of the the questions that I've gotten to, like, is it that easy? Listen, this lifestyle of of staying in the realm of being positive, there's because I say this because I feel like nowadays there's a lot of negative. Like if you turn on the news and you listen to certain radio stations, there's a lot of negativity. It takes work every day. I read something in a book every single day to try to stay aligned in that moment. And we'll get into Housewives because I definitely didn't come across how and who I am as a person. We'll get into that at a later date. But that really bothered me. And so I really jumped back into my books and and tried to align myself with being uh, more positive and not letting other people affect me. And I think that's key. You know, if you think about like, if you have a bad day at work, you come home and this is my analogy of not true though, but you know, you had a bad day at work. Your boss yelled, at you come home, you kick the dog, you yell at your daughter, you know, like it's just a domino effect. You've got to be able to feel that emotion at the time and stop it immediately because it will continue the rest of the day. Maybe the next day, maybe the following day. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Of course, yeah. You literally ask for what you want, negative or positive. You're asking for it, and you will receive it. So ask for something positive. So you receive something positive.
1: Right. Ask, believe, and you shall receive. We know that our beliefs or expectancies are pressed upon the subconscious and carried out. We might say if you ask not believing, you will not receive. Faith creates expectancy. This whole mind frame of ask, believe, and receive starts with gratitude. But you have to feel it in your bones. You know, you can ask for anything that you want. It's all achievable. the The world is your oyster. There's it's unlimited supply and demand, basically. Right. But you have to being positive because, like, I will go to the grocery store, have the best day ever, and some bitch will just try to ram her cart into my heel. I'm like, is this girl? I want to turn around, and I'm like, nope. Oh, hey, girl. Oh, no worries, no problem. But I'm telling you, my first reaction at times is, ooh, girl. But you have to catch yourself. It's like training your mind. I've trained my mind for 17 years. I've had a spiritual counselor, like I said, named Angie, that's helped me every week for 17 years.
0: Right. Would you say it's hard, though? No, it's not hard. No, it's not hard. Nope. It's work, though. So you were taught as a child. You weren't taught, but I'm sure you heard along the way growing up, hard work, hard work, hard Mm -hmm. work. No. Work does not have to be hard. Mm -hmm. There's nothing about work that has to be hard. Work is is work and it's a process and it's a commitment but it doesn't mean that it has to be hard enjoy the process enjoy the work you may be when we say hard like think of a big workout right you're you go to the gym and you're gonna today you're Not burning many people a thousand can relate calories. to this
1: okay he's an athlete
0: say you're gonna go burn a thousand calories on that stair stepper well you may say that's hard well no it doesn't have to be hard Enjoy the process.
1: Enjoy the work. Listen to a podcast. Okay. Listen to something like enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Whenever, you know. Take on that process. Take, take on, on the that pro- live work. Live in the moment. Yes. yes. You guys were all here for such a limited time. It didn't take me having a stroke to realize that, but I'll tell you, it definitely slowed me down. Um, or here for a very limited time. My stroke lasted the process a minute and a half. It could have been over for me in that instant on September 23rd, 2015. Uh, thank God it wasn't. But it did definitely wake me up and say like, whoa, girl, like you are 37. This can happen to anyone. You could be gone tomorrow. So why not enjoy every little thing that you can yeah. right now? Like literally enjoy it. Yeah. I was a single mom with subsidized housing in nursing school on medicaid all of these things and i that's why i try to give back to the community and and help so many other people out, um, single moms and that sort of thing, because I was there myself. You know, I've not, I wasn't born into this, like Croy said on our last podcast. I just wanted a really great life for Brielle and Ariana. I always wanted to be famous. That was like, since I think I was born. But other than that, I, you know, I really did. I went to nursing school. I graduated. I worked really hard. It didn't, it wasn't enough money for me and the girls and the car I was left with and the house that I was left with in my name. So I had a waitressing job. I mean, for one year, I don't think I slept. So my point is, is that we've all, the world is literally your oyster and your thoughts create your reality. And that is my whole goal for this podcast with you guys. So that's my thought. You know, you guys, at the end of the day, your thoughts create your reality. I want you guys, enjoy every single moment. Enjoy that drive in the car on the way to work in the morning. Like that's your me time. Think about how you want to create your day. Before you even get out of bed, I want you guys, each and every one of you, before you even... Put your feet to the ground to have three things that you're grateful for before you even like literally put your feet on the ground. I'm grateful for whatever. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it
0: could you could be in a in a rough place, you know, like bills yeah, are due, money's short, you know, kids screaming. I mean, mm-hmm. it, we're not telling it's not. It may be stressful. It may be this. It may be that. But it's a process. Commit to the process. Commit to the work. Commit to the effort and time that it's going to take you to get to where you want to go. See that goal. Set that goal in front of you. And be grateful for every little thing that you possibly can along the way. Nothing negative. All positive.
1: Okay, you guys. So that brings us. What are we going to do now, baby? We're going to do our game. (laughs) Go ahead, baby. What's our game tonight? Croy comes up with the games, you guys. This is all Croy's idea. (laughs) And I have no idea what we're doing right now. So let's wing it.
0: So... We're going to do a little word game called What's Your Favorite? Oh, my God. so, again, we're going to try to peel back some more layers in Kim's (laughs) amazing mind. Uh, So, Kimberly, what's your favorite makeup as a whole?
1: Okay. Well, that's that's not going to work, babe. You don't even know what makeup (laughs) entails. I don't. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk is my favorite foundation, but um, La Prairie, 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 Perri whatever. I just tried their foundation. It's a little pricey, you guys. That's Foundation's good. important, okay, right? Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll stay there. You have no idea what if that you don't have is. A, if you don't
0: have a good foundation, your house yeah. will crumble. Amen, baby doll. So uh, what's your handwriting here?
1: This is your game, so not my game. Lingerie. Is that what you wrote? Oh. That's not my handwriting. That's your handwriting. Jeez.
0: All right, Kim. You Here didn't spell go. it
1: right. That's probably why you can't read it. You want to know what my favorite lingerie is?
0: Thanks for calling me out.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah Agent which... Provocateur. Okay. that is my, I'm obsessed with them. I own everything they've ever made, and I've never worn any of it. Maybe we'll need it someday, baby. I, I need <laughs> <that> already. <laughs> uh, favorite car? I love my Range Rovers. I've had them for many years. They're, Range Rover? I mean, my Rolls-Royce is Royce as a gem and a beauty, but the Range Rover is like my go-to. Okay.
0: Favorite position?
1: um as like a ceo or sexually sweetie
0: you know my love
1: oh i love to look into your eyes babe so what does that equal
0: okay well there's two different ways you can look into my eyes i like to be in control okay there we go <laughs> what do you call that cowgirl
1: i don't care what you call is it that the, it is works that the, is that the
0: official title <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs>
0: she's blushing everyone if you could see her cheeks
1: you think i'm blushing yeah my teeth from
0: what's your favorite color pink favorite food pasta favorite smell
1: i love Croix's deodorant by degree degree for men oh yeah it i hate scents you guys well i'm sure you probably know because of cashmere but scents give me headaches and this degree for men like literally is the best smelling stuff ever favorite nail color Okay, you guys, I get asked this all the time. What color nail polish? Well, it's not nail polish, you guys. It's acrylic powder and I only do pink. Only ever do pink and have only ever really done pink the last, I guess, probably. Oh, I've tried red and then I go back two days later and fix it or I've tried white. But I'm a pink girl. Um, I have been most of my life. So it's acrylic powder so it's not a polish it's not a polish no because i would bite it off i don't like gel it looks thick so it's an acrylic powder you guys
0: wow so the powder itself is colored
1: yeah very few people do that wow favorite book the game of life and how to play it all right literally i guys i'm not joking when i tell you i have over 100 in my office when people come i hand it out
0: favorite movie
1: i mean i don't watch movies i can't i can't sit still
0: you gotta have one though it's I mean, I like, like,
1: 16 Candles or okay. Breakfast Club. You, you don't even know what that is, Croy, <laughs> so forget it.
0: It's your favorite. It's so my I'm going to watch it with you. That's funny. All right. Favorite coffee?
1: I drink uh, vanilla-flavored Starbucks coffee that I brew at my house now because Starbucks could never get it right two days in a row.
0: I, I, I feel like that was a loaded question. I feel like we could have one single podcast all about coffee because Kim and I have had...
1: We've talked all about starting right. our own coffee shop over it because I hate... I love consistency. I'm a creature of habit, and so if my coffee's not right for the day, neither is my day. So poor Brielle has sometimes been to three different Starbucks trying to get my coffee right. Right. So I finally gave up, and we'll talk about that at some point. Okay, Croy, I'm going to ask you. I'm just going to pick shit off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite car?
0: Pickup truck, any kind of truck. <laughs> I I had a well, and I say any kind of truck because I'm not like brand specific. Uh, I like them big, at least like a so do I. Ton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear you uh, but i had i've had i've had a gmc i've had two gmcs uh i've had a ford i drove a gmc in high school so uh, i've always been a truck guy though growing up in that's Montana. so
1: funny yeah. i never would have guessed that i would have married somebody that loved trucks yeah what's your favorite color
0: oh man that's difficult see it depends on what it is like black clothes but i like my fa- my first truck was red but, but I, don't I don't like remember.
1: any cars that are red i know <laughs>
0: Ultimately, though, I would say probably just general color would be blue. I like blue.
1: Yeah. Like your eyes, baby. What's your favorite position?
0: Definitely. Probably. (laughs) I already know. Yeah. Every guy's favorite position.
1: You think that's every guy's favorite position from behind? Of course. Why? Because I mean, like so beautiful. (laughs) Disgusting. So beautiful. You can't even see my face. Yeah, I can. You're turning around looking at me. Oh my god, yeah. ladies! I don't know how I feel about that. It depends on the, my mood. Yeah, it really does. What's your favorite food? Um, if you say beef stroganoff, I swear to <laughs> God, y'all.
0: You know, I I don't really have like I used to be steak, and then I'm trying to I'm trying to cut back on the red meat. So, uh, but I still really like steak. So <sighs> probably steak.
1: Oh, what's your favorite movie? Because he lives for movies. This is what's funny. I don't watch movies. I can't sit still. My phone's ringing. I got too much shit to do. And Croy can literally be in the kitchen eating dinner and see something on the TV and like not hear anything else for an hour because he's tuned into a movie that started in the middle. <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh,
0: I haven't really watched movies, as you say, in full uh, for a very, very long time. <laughs> uh, but... I liked I liked a lot of action movies. Uh, yeah, when like I was he younger. likes this
1: Indiana Jones and like the yeah. Last Crusade type but, shit, uh, or like
0: Star Trek, and. But I, I would have to say probably my ultimate favorite was A Beautiful Mind. That was really. really Why I feel like of... I've? It's a really good movie.
1: That's interesting, you guys. I didn't even know that. Okay, what about your favorite video game? Because before oh, I met Croy, of course,
0: Call of Duty. Oh my god! Yeah, okay, can beat
1: that. What's your favorite coffee? The worst. I I make his coffee every night for him in the morning, and I cannot even deal with the smell. It is like... It's the best coffee. It's the the real coffee. Mine's like scented, you guys. It's vanilla. It's fufu. And his is like true blue French roast. Pete's French roast. It's strong. It's some good shit. What's been your favorite vacation?
0: My favorite vacation? Ever, yep. Favorite vacation ever. Oh, my goodness. If
1: you don't say Uh, what I want you to say.
0: (laughs) Well, obviously, any any one of our beach vacations with all the kids
1: uh, and you're not even really, a beach really, really lover good. but i feel like our first trip to yeah, anguilla it really was it was good it our was, first trip to so anguilla croy had never been on vacation with another girl which is like you know what at that point like, I, well
0: i wouldn't say vacation because i had taken like a slight vacation but i'd never been out of the country whoa, and like whoa, a major <laughs> major vacation like that was a real deal no croy got the bill and he's like this
1: is <laughs> flipping major y'all this is insane for <laughs> seven days no way yeah. I was six months pregnant with KJ. We had a blast. Yeah. But let's not talk about your little mini vacations. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't classify
0: them as vacations. Okay. I good. mean, and okay, you good. can you can say okay. you've been on some vacations with them mm-hmm. prior mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me. You want to mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. those? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great.
0: Well, that was fun. That's, that's, uh, what's your favorite with, uh, Kim and myself, Croy?
1: Yeah, that was kind of fun, babe. I just kind of picked those things off the top of my head. I'm going to come that's up with a game good. for you next time because All I, right. um, Yeah, that was funny. Okay, you guys, the golden nugget beauty tip of the week is this. And I swear by this stuff, you guys. Um, I had my eyebrows like tattooed. I don't even know, like 15 years ago with my girlfriend. And they were the weirdest color in the world. They were somewhere between like brown and taupe. And anyways, they were terrible. And if you Google me uh, 10 years ago, you'll see where I just thought a real thin line of taupe color was cute but it's not so I didn't know what to do because I had plucked my brows for like so many years that I didn't even think I was ever going to get one back so I went on Amazon which is obviously my favorite and I found this stuff called Revita Brow and I put it on my eyebrows every night. It's like a little wand. You just brush it on your eyebrows. And I didn't tweeze, you guys. I honestly, for three months, I did not tweeze. I looked crazy, but my makeup artist would fill it in and make it work. This was about a year and a half ago. And then I went and had microblading done out in California. And my eyebrows always look great when I wake up. I need to redo them. But anyways, you guys, Revita Brow... um, obsessed with it you guys it's not an ad i'm just being honest with you um then i looked it up tonight on amazon for you guys to give you a price would you say you actually you you found it for four months on amazon prime for 110 dollars or whatever so it's like 27 50 yeah. anyways Revita brow i swear by it, you guys i think they have a lash thing i've never used it to be honest with you i use latisse it made my eyes my vision blurry so <laughs> i swear i was like something's going on i was like aren't you using that stuff on your eyelashes trying to make them look like mine i was like oh maybe that's why i can't see shit but anyway so it's just Revita brow you guys i know we have all over plucked uh, i literally would put that stuff on my eyebrows look really good now they're like thick and young and i think like thicker fuller eyebrows give you that youthful look right so anyways this is called Revita brow i just wanted to give you guys a tip all of my golden nuggets there's they're not paid advertising there are none of that stuff it's just kind of me uh, i've tried everything so i want to share with you guys and that's one of them because it's inexpensive and it works just don't tweeze during it let it grow have patience and if you need to use a little concealer to shape them up to go to work that's kind of what we would do as well and fill them in with anastasia's eyebrow stuff right so pomade her anastasia's uh eyebrow pomade you guys is so amazing especially when you're trying to grow back like an inch of your eyebrows that you tweeze for 20 years (laughs) so anyways okay you guys we love you thanks so much for tuning in to don't be tardy um we love this we're back here doing this bonus episode for you guys um to get you pumped for the weekend yes, yes, and then yes. we'll be back next week Wednesday you guys don't forget to do hashtag KZB podcast any comment any question that way when I search tags on any social media I'm able to just kind of pull them up print them off and make it really easy for me to answer your questions we're open to all questions as well Anything else you want to say, my love, other than thank you guys so much for your support. We truly, truly appreciate you. Wig is coming, you guys. Wig is coming. I'm just trying to get everything finalized. I don't ever want to be in a bad place with that, so I'm just getting the paperwork completed. Um, My lawyer is, and then once it's finalized, that's coming out. And also, I know that there's a lot of rumors or a lot of comments that i've seen like don't be tardy is not coming back we just wrapped season seven uh don't be tardy season seven is coming i don't have an exact date for you guys but as soon as i do i will let you know um bravo kind of switches the scheduling around and i have no control over that but don't be tardy season seven is coming back don't believe the hogwash we had a great season it was super fun um you guys are gonna love it a little different this year I just want to give a quick thank you to Daily Burn who helped make this podcast possible. Thank you to Fab Okay, you guys, I just want to send you love and light. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Have a fantastic weekend and remember your thoughts do create your reality. Thanks for listening to Don't Be
0: Tardy with Kim Zolciak-Biermann. Catch new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on podcast1.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave us a rating and review.